What else is what else is new in my life? I just What's, recently lost my sock virginity. I don't know if I should talk about that on the pod or not. Um, you know what I say? I say if it's not a kid, you're okay. <laughs> what a fucking slogan! <laughs> if it's not a kid, you're okay. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dicey D20. My name is Noah, Dungeon Master, and I am joined here by our players. We have Tyson McKay, currently hogtied. I'm down. How's it going, man? Black Mazer down. Yeah, back in chains, how's it feel? Uh, feels like home. Give the listeners a little insight to how you're feeling. You know, like, does it actually feel comforting, or are you kind of pissed off to be back in chains? Yeah, I'm a little turned on. <laughs> I'm still acting dead, Excellent. so... Okay, so I'm Tyson McKay, turned on. Rogar Ragnak, welcome to the pod. How are you, my friend? I'm pretty good. I don't feel so good about being back in chains, though. No. Well, you were never really into that whole thing. What? Sometimes. Yeah, you were never... <laughs> okay, Rogar Ragnak was sometimes into it, <laughs> so he's probably he's probably rocking a semi right now. Yeah. We also have Lena, a.k.a. Amber. How's it going, Amber? Good. 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 Not in chains. Wow. Also not in chains. Thanks so much for the back and forth, kids. It really helps. We are going to pick up where we left off with our players. The the last things that occurred in episode two of season two, we had Tyson McKay hogtied thrown down the steps Ah! to the mayor's hall. (laughs) Yes, it sounded exactly like that. Thrown down the steps to the mayor's hall. Um, in front of all the citizens of Ryberry, we had Rogar Ragnak walking down those steps. I mean, somewhat willingly, eh? Like, you totally abandoned Tyson McKay on yep. his mission to uh, A good the boy shit out follows his, his orders. Oh my god. You're like the Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> the Nazis follow uh, orders, though? Yeah. That's how World War II started. This is World War yeah. III, but in a different world, so it's probably like two or something. I don't know. <laughs> Thanks so much, Tyson McKay. That's fantastic. Not only was it an accurate description of World War II in, in the real world, but it was such an accurate description of the World Wars in Norium. Thanks so much. <laughs> we also had Lena walking them down the steps. She was the one who actually, you know, conceived of the hog tying idea, which which definitely got me going, man. I love to see that kind of stuff. Putting Tyson McKay in his place. Yeah. It uh it's the cream. <laughs> it's look Thanks, Roger. It's a certain je ne sais quoi. You know what I mean? It's uh it's it's hot shit for sure. You guys want Tyson <clears throat> to go evil? Tyson will go evil. <laughs> Please. This is this is how you get evil spellcasters. You want evil spellcasters? They were walking down the steps to Ryberry. The mayor had a sword held at his throat by Ularic, the leader of the Iron Wolves, who then said, "Open the gates." At that point, the guards, you know, not knowing what to do, following the orders somewhat of the mayor as well, opened the gates to Ryberry, where the Iron Wolves flooded in. The people obviously fled to their homes, taking in the townsfolk who lived outside Ryberry as well, because, you know, they were chased into the city for the purpose of creating chaos, some would say. But we now have, uh, we now find ourselves, I should say, at the point where Ularic said to Rodolfo and Ansel, two of his, uh, his more trusted warriors, and Lena, and McCain, actually, to secure the prisoners. Let's get everyone in here. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He, you know, he's not taking any chances. He realizes these are some of the most powerful guys in Ryberry for sure. I mean, Tyson McKay's definitely put up a fight. Rogar Ragnak looks intimidating. Wolf Helm's obviously there for a reason. So, Ularic is uh, (laughs) who? Wolf Helm or Rogar? Rogar. Well, kind of both, I guess. Wolf Helm. Rogar, I'm going to give you a chance to respond to that however you'd like. He said no. (laughs) I I guess uh, that's all we get out of him. I shake my head. 
No retaliation, no retort. Point my finger at him and say, you better watch out, mister. <laughs> I didn't say it in real, but in the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, he's talking to you right now. Sometimes I'm confused as to what you Ness Bros think is really going on. The Iron Wolves, Rodolfo, Ansel, Lena, and McCain. And Gretel. Escort. Yeah, and... No, Ansel, no, no Ansel Gretel. and Gretel? No? Okay. I, I get I get the... It's not Hansel, it's Ansel. But, it, I mean, it sounds similar, so I'll give it to you. Gretel? Mm. <laughs> They're going to escort our players, including Wolfhelm, including Sebastian Bardis, the very wealthy owner of some uh, some mining operations. Oh, mm-hmm. my man. You know, sounds he like he'd be the, married uh, or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he would have been, <laughs> had it not been for someone. We won't name him here, but, uh, you know. I'm staring at him. Da- I think it was that yeah. Fievel guy. No, no. <laughs> we can't blame everything on Fievel. <laughs> Everyone who is in the meeting with the mayor, aside from the mayor, is being brought to the jail cells. This is familiar to Captain Raynaud, who's with you guys, as well as Wolfhelm, but for everyone else, it's probably the first time seeing the interior of the jail, especially Sebastian Bardis. I mean, he's a noble. He's never really spent a day in jail in his life. Lena and the other Iron Wolves this is also new territory for you guys, too. But as you walk to the uh, the guards' quarters, it is in the basement of the guards' quarters. I mean, Ryberry's not a very big town. They don't really need a huge jail. And it's quite evident when you get down there that, I mean, it's not used very much either. It's quite dank and dark. There are six cells, three on each side. And the the walls, uh, you know, like the, the actual dimensions here, the cells are about 15 feet by 10 feet. So actually some fair amount of space. It looks like they're designed to keep more than uh, more than just one person inside them. But the Iron Wolves are a little bit smarter than that. And at McCain's orders, he tells them to put, you know, one prisoner per cell. Um. So, uh... Lena is tasked with putting Tyson McKay in the front left cell. So, Lena, if you'd like to... Am I still playing dead? Yeah, she's just dragging. (laughs) I'd like to be in the cell with Tyson so you could be my bitch. Can't request. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you can can make a plea for that, and I'm going to give you time to do that in a second. So, Lena, you're just going to drag him across the floor and kind of, like, toss him inside? Yeah. Okay, yeah. excellent. I'm going to have you roll a strength check to do that then. Call me fat? A 15. Wow. Nice. Yeah, definitely strong enough. You pull Tyson McKay's hogtied body inside his cell, and then I'm, I'm assuming you're just going to walk out and close the gate, right? Close the door? Yeah, he's still hogtied, so I'm good. Make sure it's locked. Double check. Double check all of it. Yeah, you better. Excellent. Yeah. Smack his butt so you double check the lock, and it, it is it is locked. Uh, they just close and lock automatically. Uh, the the cells here are just closed off with iron wrought iron bars, right? So, I mean, in between No, no, I think you said cells, wood. No, 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 didn't say wood. Wood, right? Uh, nope. Nope, not wood. God damn it. <laughs> I think there's a disconnect Paper. here. <laughs> <laughs> she actually locked herself in the cell and put me on the outside. That's what happened. Yeah, and this whole place is made of kindling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so there's no actual walls between the cells, just these... They're just wrought iron cages, essentially. In the back left, so one cell away from Tyson McKay, Rogar Ragnak, you're being escorted by McCain who kind of pushes you with the butt of a spear McCain and tells you to uh, and tells you to uh, to step inside the cell. I do so. Okay, so Rogar Ragnag willingly stepping inside the no cell. No request. Who, then he asks you yeah. if he can choke you out again. But I stop before I go in. Okay. This and is the first resistance I've ever seen. I just say I've never been to prison before. McCain looks to you and goes, Get inside, dragonborn. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> yes, ma'am. It's a dude, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's a dude. So, Rogar, you're just getting inside? Yeah. 
Okay, so McCain closes uh, the gate behind you, the door to the cell behind you. With a clang, it locks, and you are inside, you know, not a, not a terribly small cell. Um, one cell away, so you can kind of see through the wrought iron bars. You see Tyson McKay still hogtied to the ground. Hi, Tyson. I'm playing dead. <laughs> <laughs> but they're beside each other? There's one cell okay. in between them. So but I you can see all the way through, acid right? so I could come in the cell with you. <laughs> <laughs> No, don't let him in here. <laughs> My yeah, asshole. I'm not gonna... So, you know, this is all kind of happening simultaneously, right? It's not like they're going one by one. So, Lena, as you throw Tyson McKay into his cell, Tyson, I'm going to need you to roll me a constitution saving throw, please. Uh, yeah. Uh, not, not 20? Excellent. That's just all I needed to know. It's good stuff. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, Rodolfo drags... Hugh, Sam Hughes, limp body to the cell across from Rogar, so across the actual corridor here. Sam Hugh is thrown into his cell unconscious, and the door is closed to his as well. Sebastian Bardis, the noble, uh, who Rogar Ragnak has a little bit of a past with, is thrown into the middle cell, and then Wolfhelm is thrown into the cell immediately to the right. So, so, the, so Bardis is in between me and Rogar? Bardis is not. He's on the other side in between Wolfhelm uh, and Hugh. Okay. In between you and Rogar is Captain Raynaud. Oh, yeah. McCain looks to Lane and says, How do you want to split up the watch? I'll take first watch. We'll be around the building, but you'll be down here for a few hours. Okay. Keep your eye on the spellcaster. Killer. <laughs> I'm not a spellcaster. <laughs> Are you not playing dead? Roll deception. <laughs> <laughs> so as uh, as he finishes saying whatever, I'll like, I got, because I leveled up, I got this new thing called Arctic Reckoning, and I chose nice. the Frost Knight. So now I have a shield of ice that just stays on me all the time, Ooh. and that gives me plus two to AC, so I'll like beam that onto my body. Goddamn frost casters. So, so you're gonna you're gonna like you're gonna <laughs> like conjure it, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. So he looks to you with a curved like, you know, grin or smile. He says, You can probably handle yourself. And he turns and walks out. Ansel and Rodolfo both look and kind of scan the room before looking to you. They're quite a, a quiet pair, the two of them, and they turn without a word. The beads that are in her dreadlocked hair kind of rattling as she goes. Rodolfo just walking very silently for quite a large man. And Lena, you're now in the jail cell, or in the, I should say, in, in the jail, uh, watching the cells of the various members of the town of Ryberry. Freedom. Okay. Wow, this is Lena, you're, Lena, you're going to gain 250 experience points for locking up your foes. And we get 800 for being locked up. <laughs> no, no, you get 250 for being good boys. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> you do not get anything for being good boys. Oh, my good boy now. <laughs> okay. Only on Wolfhelm, Bardis's, and Hughes' side of the prison are there windows. So, you know, not so much windows, but more like these drainage grates from the city. They're a foot tall. They're at the very height of the ceiling, which is about 12 feet up. And they're, they're very narrow as well. You know, the bars across them, quite sturdy as well. And through there, you guys can see that the sun is setting and it is becoming dark. Uh, it's quite cold down here, especially seeing as it is, you know, approaching... It's it's autumn, so it's approaching winter time. And uh, there are no blankets or pillows or beds to speak of. They're just stone floors. I set myself on fire. (laughs) (laughs) Warmth. Tyson McKay, now that you're... Yeah, I'm going to have you roll me another constitution saving throw, my friend. See if your legs go to sleep. (laughs) He's just a little bit chilly. Oh, boy. Inspo point? (laughs) You don't know what it's for. Inspo point. I'm sure, yeah. 16. 
Good stuff, Tyson. <laughs> so you're still feeling all right, my friend? The If everyone's cool with it, a few hours pass, and Lena, uh, you are eventually relieved by... It looks like Ansel, okay? Ooh. So... The fierce warrior woman from the Iron Wolves clan walks down. She looks to you and kind of like nods back up towards the stairs, saying that you can go get some sleep or get some rest. Okay. I'm going to nod back and not say anything and just head out. All right. So, Lena, it looks like up in the guards' quarters above, it looks like there are many members of the Iron Wolves who are kind of resting here when they're not doing their duties as per the uh, the instructions of Ulera. So if you want it, you can rest there, or you can go wandering around the city, or you can do whatever you like. Does it look like Ularic's in here? He's not, no. He he's still he and the mayor are, are still most likely in the mayor's hall. <laughs> mm-hmm. Give me that sweet silver. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do anything for it. I don't have it, I swear. <laughs> I'll go to Ularic and the mayor. Okay. All right. So, Lena, you walk the city streets. There are members of the Iron Wolves kind of patrolling at regular intervals, but, you know, no one from the actual town of Ryberry is out and about. So it's a very crisp, cool night that you walk through the abandoned streets Mm -hmm. of the city. There is a whisper in the jail cell, however. As Ansel is, you know, keeping watch, Bardis is whispering to Wolfhelm, and he says, How are we going to get out of here? And Wolfhelm... You can kind of see in the dark. I mean, Rogar, you've got dark vision, right, or no? Yeah, I do. Nice. You can kind of see in the dark. Wolfhelm's expression is just a little bit pained, and he goes, There's nothing we can do right now. We have to bide our time. Bite the gates, you say? (laughs) 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 Plus one inspiration point. That's super funny. Oh, my God. (laughs) All right, so uh, would you like to begin furiously biting the gate or no? Kind of. (laughs) I'm gnawing at my limbs. (laughs) Tyson McKay, is there anything you'd like to do? So I'm still hogtied, eh? Yeah, they did not remove that. And that would have been up to Lena to do that, and she apparently was is it like, fine leaving you. Is it, like, real quiet? It's fairly quiet. I mean, the the town is quiet, but, you know, upstairs there's a fair bit of noise from the Iron Wolves, so that's why, you know, you guys seem to be able to get away with a little bit of light whispering. Keep it down up This there. is a Tyson McKay <laughs> log, day 18. <laughs> Here I find myself tied up, soiled my pants, <laughs> stuck with these morons, and my traitorous friend, I thought he loved me. I'm doing this, like, out loud, by the way, so you can hear me. <laughs> okay, I was about to say, because nice Wolfhelm's nice. definitely going to interject and be, and be like, with my traitorous friends. <laughs> it's like, they haven't given me Tyson, food. shut up. They haven't given me food or water in days. Your friends? <laughs> my my captives. My Sa- Sam Hugh, the uh, the assistant to the mayor, is going to go, he's going to get us killed. Someone shut him up. I wish someone would kill you. <laughs> <laughs> but Tyson McKay's just hogtied on his front, just <laughs> just spilling his guts, apparently. Let's, let's hear it, man. <laughs> you people treat me like animals, so I became an animal. You <laughs> <laughs> played dead. You acted like an animal first. <laughs> Rogar, do you have anything to say to your friend who's just kind of monologuing in the dark? What did I do wrong? You left me for dead. I mean, okay, so log. Tyson McCain no longer whispering. <laughs> I was and never Ansel whispering. Comes over. <laughs> Ansel comes over to the bars and bangs on them with her short sword, and she goes, "Be quiet in there." I'm losing my mind in here. <laughs> She turns and she says, the next word out of anyone's mouth and that tongue gets cut out. Tyson's tongue? I try and raise my hand. (laughs) Okay, so Tyson, you begin to sperm on the ground. She looks at you and goes, what? I need water. (laughs) She looks at you and she says, if I get you water, will you shut up? (sighs) Yeah. I'd also like a glass, please. 
No, none for anyone else. <laughs> I'll be really loud if they if they get water. <laughs> so she crouches down beside the iron bars to your cell, pulling a, a water skin from around her, uh, like she has a, a diagonal chest strap, so she pulls it off. And then she kind of sticks it through the bars and shakes it at you and, like, kind of, like, smiles a little bit. Because you're in the middle of the cell and you're on your belly, so... I crawl over and lap it up. Okay, you're going to need to roll me... I don't even know what I'd have you roll. I mean, like I guess... Strength? Yeah, I guess... I think strength, you're trying to roughly pull yourself across the ground here. You're hogtied. That's a nat 20. Woo! I pull myself right so, through the gate. He strategically Tyson rolls. McKay, you mimic an inchworm and you just quickly and furiously get over to the, <laughs> the bars like a hamster lapping up the water that Ansel gives you. She then pulls it back and you're left. You kind of got water all over your, your lips and your mouth and you can say to her, Thank you, ma'am. You guys aren't as bad as you think. <laughs> as I thought. You, you guys aren't as bad as you think. As you think you are to me. <laughs> Maybe I'll you're join you guys. You're a bad guy. You're better than the rest of them. <laughs> is this this Let prison? Go. Is this the prisoner dilemma I heard so much about, or whatever it's called? <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Stockholm Syndrome. That's what it is, yeah. <laughs> I think prisoner I think dilemma. <laughs> One or the other. <laughs> I've never seen any woman as radiantly beautiful as you. Why don't you start hitting on it? Tyson will marry um, you. She looks to you and she says, they left you in your restraints, I see. Yeah, I don't think that girl liked me too much. Don't take it personally. She's quite cold to everyone. <sighs> she stands and goes, now, there will be quiet or there will be severe punishments. Kinky. <laughs> <laughs> you both immediately make noise. <laughs> So she returns to her post, and Bardis begins to... I mean, you can get away with whispering, right? So Bardis whispers to Wolfhelm, and he says, So how are we going to get out of here? And Wolfhelm says, My brothers, they will come. Give them time. I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! Yeah, we've all, seen, we've all seen what you're capable of doing. <laughs> I'll let her choke me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll actually help. I'll hold my breath. Is this helping? Is there anything I could do for you? If everyone else is cool with it, for the I'm prisoners, cool you're it. going to sleep through the evening. No, you're not cool with it? No. Can I look for any weaknesses? Oh, I guess. Yeah, okay. Your turn, the... I guess. Even though I interrupted. Can I look for any weaknesses in the cell to get out? I see a weakness. Roll me a d20. That's a one. Actually, I, I'm gonna go with perception. I guess perception. Can I get an inspo? Uh, yeah, if I already heard it's a one, it's yes. too late, man. You yes. gotta tell me before. I right. <laughs> I'm gonna hide when I roll my dice. Man. Rogar, I, I don't want to improvise here too much, but essentially, you uh, you're looking for weaknesses in the wrought iron, and thinking you found one, you get excited, but you you kind of fumble and you fall into the wrought iron <laughs> doors, the, the, the wall. walls of your cell, oh. and it makes this loud crashing banging sound as you your hard scales and and you know your armor I, run into the I, metal. I pretend to f I know I fall asleep and I pretend to <laughs> sleep. Roll me a d20. Damn it. Two. <laughs> yeah, no. Ansel comes over to your cell and she goes, what are you doing? I I was having this crazy dream that... Bandits took over the village. <laughs> <laughs> had this crazy dream about my childhood and I just stumbled upon the, the wall. It was a horrible nightmare. Hey, roll me a deception check. <laughs> you stumbled upon the wall when you were having That's a nightmare. A Seventeen. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I don't know if Ansel's gonna go for this. Let's see. 
No, she's not going <laughs> to go for this. She, she looks at you and she goes, If you keep on fumbling around this cell, I'll put you in a much worse place. <gasps> Your bedroom? <laughs> are you saying that? Or no, you just, he's no. not it. <laughs> What'd you say, Rogar? Hold him accountable. I, I Rogar is one of the hardest players to DM because he says things and it's like, oh, that'd be super funny. He's like, but I don't actually say that. Like, I'm a good on, boy. Man. Commit. Bad, bad Rogar, bad. You want me to commit? Okay. My flaw is I have a, a desire for pleasure, so. <laughs> We'll go with it. Okay, so you're gonna say. I think you insulted her. Yeah, I was gonna say, so you don't want to be in her yeah. bedroom. See a much you're making worse. it sound like it's a bad place, a naughty place. <laughs> okay, so anyways, you tell her like what your bedroom, and she goes, "You would only dream of being in my bedroom." And I say, "Yeah, I wish I was there right now." <laughs> Roll me a charisma check. We're going to go with seduction on. on this one. <laughs> no! It's a five. Was it in that one? No. no. It was close. It was a two. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good stuff, man. She looks at you and she goes, Ugh, I would never be with a dragonborn like you. Yeah, me neither. I say you never know until you try out. One more peep out of you, dragonborn. Once you go dragon, you'll hit the flagon. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I'd like to keep my tongue. I apologize. So she stands and uh, walks back to her post. Yeah, he's okay. the trouble. Trouble. Strut it, girl. <laughs> okay, are you guys ready to sleep for the evening? No, I didn't even get to do what I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go for it. Uh, I'm gonna planeswalk out of there. Yeah. Tyson McKay, you are going to planeswalk. Um, does that require any like verbal or somatic components to it? Nah, it's just concentration. Just, just concentration. Yeah. Cool. Just making sure. Just want to be above board on this. I just have to picture the location. So where, what location are you going to? I would like to go to Vel's house in Limbo. So, Tyson McKay, you are going to Planeswalk. With a minute of concentration, there is a burst of, I guess there'd be light, right? Or do you just disappear like a... Can I choose? I guess we haven't really, we haven't really, I haven't really talked about this. I don't know. I mean, the first time I, I did really... it, it was flame, but that's because I was like, first time, you know? You explode yeah. everywhere the first time. Mm. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it wouldn't really, but I mean, it would be noticeable, right? Would there be any sound or light? This is a good question. I feel like there'd be something. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course you want it to be silent right now. I shout Rogar did it. it. <laughs> I'm sleeping. When you were running towards that giant thing, would you have exploded then? It's make not so it look exploding, cool? it's just it's transporting, right? Just like a fiery teleportation. Kind of like Doctor Strange, you know? Have you guys seen Infinity yeah, War? Maybe it's like that. some flames, right? <sighs> yeah. I just disappear. I haven't seen it. Iron Man, I don't feel so it. good. Okay. No. So uh, there are going to be some, some flames that are emitted from your, your teleportation here, your your planes walking. Maybe just, so Tyson McKay, the, sorry? The, maybe they'll just assume I burned up. My brothers yeah, are maybe here. they'll assume that where there's no, <laughs> no, no charred remains, no... <laughs> Clothing, no hog tie. Are so you hog tied in the other plane? <laughs> As Tyson McKay spirals through time and space to a different plane of existence, teleported to limbo, he, uh, with a thud, uh, lands on his stomach in front of Vel's house, hog tied. I, okay? I worm myself to the door. Okay, roll me a strength check to worm yourself to the door. Uh, seven. You are weakly pulling yourself along the ground. Can you roll me a constitution saving throw, please? Yeah, seven. Tyson McKay, it seems like this recent surge of energy and magic through you, this expenditure of, of magic, uh, has kind of taken a toll on you, and you weren't really expecting that, my friend. <laughs> you feel cold. 
and you kind of shiver, even though it's not cold outside, and your body feels very weak. Err. Just making sure you know. <laughs> Vel's house is not... It's its ruins atop the actual structure underneath, it right? So, it, yeah. and there, it's kind of an open doorway. Now, he has no reason to. I mean, it's the down... It's the under part that he really cares Holy about. shit. You hear the sound of feet on steps, and then you please see Vel, the... Uh, <laughs> you hear the trap door slide open, and Vel's head pop out <laughs> from the underground lair that he has in Limbo. He looks to you, and he goes... Tyson. Did you miss me? <laughs> Why are you hogtied? Well, it was a good Friday night, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what you I don't know what you mean, Tyson. He looks to you and he goes, Are you in need of assistance? Uh yes, please. He looks around, kind of uh, not nervously, but certainly cautiously. He steps out from his spot underground and walks over to you with a few flicks of his wrist and motions of his fingers. The hog ties and restraints are released, and you are once again able to actually, you know, be in control of your limbs and stretch out a little bit. I can't feel my legs. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to stand up, or are you just going to lie there for a little bit? Uh, I'm going to try and, you know, smack my legs a little bit, wake them up. Okay. So Vel looks to you, and he goes, what is the meaning of this? What? Where have you? What's happening? Where am I? Listen, Vel, <laughs> Ryberry is under attack. Ryberry? Under attack? From who? The Iron Wolves, that's what they're called. I knew Iron I remember. <laughs> I'm afraid I haven't heard of them. Are they magic users? They're dicks is what they are. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> he looks to you and he goes, Well, come on now, my boy, let's get inside. You You look awful. I don't feel so good. No, you, you look pale, my friend. Yeah, I was even sunning the first episode. He looks to you I and mean, he goes, I don't oh, reference the oh. episode. I reference a couple uh, yeah, this morning, <laughs> yes, early today. <laughs> it's fine. Val looks to you and goes, well, come inside. I have some food downstairs and a warm blanket and fire. You you look like you're in dire need of it. Okay, we get it. I don't look good, Val. Right? I didn't chirp you when you didn't look good. I wouldn't have remembered if you did, my friend. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> so he walks over to the steps down to his secret lair, and then he looks back to you. You're still on the ground. He goes... Well, come on now. All right, I try and get up. Roll me a strength check, please. God, strength check to get up. Nine. Yeah. So Tyson McKay, you try and stand, but you are too weak to stand, my friend. No, Tyson is weak, but so the spirit is strong. I crawl. <laughs> okay, so you begin to crawl forward, and Vel looks quite confused at you. He like shakes his head, walks over to you, and kind of helps you get up. So you're at advantage for this one. Wow. Point. So a twelve. Nice. So you do stand. He walks you over to the steps and then helps you by, you know, obviously holding onto your hands. He helps you take the first few steps down the stairs. Thanks, Val. Okay. I don't know what I'd do without you. You, <laughs> you saying that? <laughs> I'm just asking. I, I mean, I just want to know because he'll respond if you're saying it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I say it. Really? Because it looked like you had everything under control up until now. <laughs> God damn it. This is what I do for opening my heart up. <laughs> Fuck you, old man. <laughs> I want him to, to shove you down the stairs. <laughs> You head down into Vel's secret lair. He takes a few steps down, depressing the stone on the underside of the trap door. It seals and closes behind you guys. Walking down, the secret lair looks much better than it did when you were here last. No more dust, no more uh, dreary atmosphere. It's well lit. It seems quite warm. And uh, the experiments that Vel is currently running are all in full swing. So you see various alchemical components and materials and equipment all bubbling and whizzing and wearing away, and it looks like he's doing quite well for himself. He looks to you and he says, Please, please, take a seat in the armchair. 
So, you know, he's got a fireplace with the two armchairs, and he takes a seat in one and, you know, urges you to do the same. I sit down and I ask him who this other armchair is usually for. I do know other planeswalkers, you know. Sometimes we even have dinner. Not many of them simply, you know, drop by when they need, you know. We have social visits, my friend. (laughs) I mean, it's only been a week, Val. You better get used to this. (laughs) (laughs) He looks to you and he says, When one can travel across planes of time and space, it's, it's not really a bother to drop in every once and again. Okay, I'll come visit. There is much we could accomplish together, Tyson. Don't forget that. Conquer the world. <laughs> now, as for yourself, what is it that you are in need of? I don't know. I, I just feel really sick. I, hmm. I was wondering if you knew anything that, w- that could help or w- what would be causing it. Well, tell me what you feel, my friend. Tell we- him that you slept on the streets for the past three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel weak, I guess. Can I perception check to see how I feel? You know, I, I can tell you what you're feeling at the moment. You're feeling cold. You feel like you're sweating profusely. You feel achy and weak to, you know, physical stuff. But and your magic seems to drain you more than it normally would. I explained that to him. That's so odd. It has all these telltale signs, but but how would it have happened? Hmm. What are you talking he looks about? looks to you and he goes, Well, there's an off chance you have some sort of disease. Uh, you know, there's a good chance I have sound, a disease. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't sound like the normal issues that would plague someone like you or I. And this is certainly odd. I will have to do some reading and see what I can find, Tyson. Okay. Just bend over with Tyson. Can I have a nap? By all means, my friend. There is uh, the spare bed uh, in the other room there. And he points towards a door which is ajar. I and mean, it looks like it's just a, a very narrow single cot uh, with a, a dresser next to it. Just a small bed. There is food uh, over the fireplace. A stew been uh, brewing for the past couple of hours. It's quite tasty. Yes. (laughs) I hadn't had a meal in a week and now I had two nice ones at Nights of the New Moon and now here. Perfect. The Nights of the New Moon. I do remember them. How are they? We're in trouble. They're a bunch of cowards is what they are. (laughs) (laughs) What was that? I think I heard something. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. I I said they're a bunch of cowards is what they are. Cowards? That's not how I remember them. Well, the city was in need, and they just let the bandits go through without even giving them any aid. Well, my friend, it's best to know when you're outplayed, and then you can come back with a better strategy, instead of losing all your men in the first round. True dad. Shut up, you're not even here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Well, let's, let's have you sleep on your illness, and then come back in the morning and we'll discuss Ryberry, and we will discuss what we can do for you. Fuck Ryberry, but okay. (laughs) Well, Tyson, these are human beings. Their lives matter. Yeah, Tyson. Tyson's life matters, but they left me to die. They left you to die? My best friend. Where? How did he leave you to die? You might be a deception check. It's not a deception check. You did. <laughs> I didn't let you die. Uh, he, I tried to I think to he feels like you. it's real. I think he feels like it's real, so we're going to let it We're gonna let it slide here. If I was asking how they left you to die. I tried to fight back, you know? I tried to slap them, and no, no one stood up to help me except for a couple guards. Tyson... Tyson, your friends, you have many, many glorious, what is the word I would Glory use? holes. <laughs> <laughs> you have many admirable traits, my friend, but you do have a small, slight lack of foresight. What? And... What the fuck do you say? As I, <laughs> I try and flame up. <laughs> okay, so Tyson, you are too weak to flame up at this point. You haven't eaten anything yet. And Vel says to you, as I said before, 
before your friends probably had the right idea. You're right. Had you all stood up and tried to fight, it would have been a massacre, would it not? Well, at least we would have died together, am I right? No, my friend. (laughs) Take it from someone like me, a planeswalker, traveling from plane to plane. Sometimes it's better to live to fight another day. This guy's a champ. Shut up. (laughs) Noah just wanted you to follow the rules. (laughs) So he's promoting that right now. (laughs) I fight the power. Tyson McKay, the, the only... PC that consistently looks at what the DM's doing and goes, oh yeah, fuck this guy. He just wants you to be good. But I... Such a Deadpool character. <laughs> Alright, so Tyson McKay, are you gonna eat something? Are you gonna pass out? What are you gonna do? I'll say, we'll, dis- we'll discuss the this in the morning. I'm not feeling too good. I'll, I'll eat something and then go to bed, you know? Okay, so Vel says, hopefully by morning I'll have discovered what ails you, my friend. And then we can figure out what to do about Ryberry. Thank you, sir. So Vel helps you to stand, and you kind of hobble over to the bed, falling down onto the mattress. You pass out nearly immediately. Your body just feels super, super tired, very achy. And Tyson McKay, you have uh, I haven't slept in a bed passed, in like a week. So. <laughs> passed out. Yeah, well, it's also very comfortable. Actually, it's a nice, long. nice bed to stay on. Lena, we had you walking through the streets of Ryberry. You walk up to the mayor's hall. And entering, you see many of the Iron Wolves here as well. So while there may be 10, 12, you know, maybe even uh, up to 20 Iron Wolves in the guards' quarters, not to mention the ones that are currently roaming the streets, there are also about 15 of them inside the mayor's hall. The mayor is currently bound and gagged, uh, and he is tied to a chair. And the men are playing various games. So that, you know, they've got the chair up against one of the, uh, one of the large wooden beams, the support structure, structures, and they're throwing knives and seeing how close they can get to the top of the mayor's head. <laughs> he's currently, he's currently whimpering and it looks like he's urinated and peed himself. <laughs> so you walk in to find what would be a completely otherwise, like a very normal night for the Iron Wolves for sure. Yo. Grab a knife and then try and prove your worth by throwing it. At his oh head. no! <laughs> hey, go pee on him. <laughs> I'm a girl. <laughs> it's a Both lot harder. Get on his shoulders. <laughs> I'm doing a wall sit. What would you like to do? I'm gonna look for Ularic. Ularic is sitting in the mayor's chair. It's very easy to spot him. He's, hey, that's Tyson's uh, chair. He's, <laughs> I planeswalk back and beat the shit sitting, <laughs> You know what happens when you planeswalk back. You planeswalk back into the cell, so... Come back to yeah. the club. Fuck. So, uh, so, yeah, that's gonna be fun. Why aren't you hogtied? Um, <laughs> so, Lena, yeah, Ularic seems to be... He's kind of slumped in the chair. His hands dangling off of the, the armrests of the mayor's throne chair. Uh, his legs kind of spread out, one kind of bent, the other one kind of straightened out. He just seems very relaxed, right? And he seems to be amused by the ongoings uh, of the knife throwing with the mayor. Whatever conversation he had had with the mayor, maybe it didn't go the way he wanted. Maybe that's why he opened it up to everyone else to kind of have their fun. But as you enter, he kind of raises his left hand and then using a couple of his fingers tells you to, you know, come Come to him. Come closer. Come hither. Come here, so, precious. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll walk up and then I'll sit at his feet, facing the same way he is. So I don't know. I like, I like that. that. Is that a good cool. enough description? Do you also? No, it's a great description. No, it's fantastic. Like um, sit I'll sit closest to the leg that's stretched out and like put my hand over that. Oh God! Sweet dude. Like on the leg. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> this is the kind of this is the kind of role playing I love, man. Here we go. All right, so Ularic looks to Lena and he goes, 
and the prisoners. They're all free. <laughs> Help me! <laughs> Just thought I would stroll in and tell you. I want to again! <laughs> uh, they're in their cells. Ansel's on watch now. I'll check them on my way back. Good. Yes, traditional watch. I feel won't be enough for the spellcaster and his friends. <laughs> I want you I want you on top of this on top of Tyson I want you <laughs> okay dad <laughs> that's my joke I don't, I don't even know I want you to oversee the watch of Rodolfo Ansel and McCain their powers are great but nowhere near yours and you may be the only spellcaster that can truly withstand him at his best oh at my best? Right. Probably not. <laughs> of course. At, at the level I usually fight at? Probably. Perhaps I am forgetting Damek. Damek? What is Damek? Who's Damek? You know who Damek is. I do? No. Nope. Oh. Lena knows who Damek <laughs> is. Confused. All right, I know who Damek is. He's, your... he's a member of the Iron okay. Wolves. Your brother. Yeah. He's your grandfather. He's, he's quite a gifted sorcerer to say the least we won't we, you know we don't want to give away too much for tyson and rogar here okay okay as for things on my end the negotiations have come to a standstill the mayor claims they don't have the gold that we require silver oh gold you know like the amount of money they don't, they don't have the money that they require and the men are requesting that things move along quickly. We want to keep everyone in good spirits, so it's in our best interest to end this as soon as possible. I hear torturing bright lords gets you money. <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong. However, while I am discussing things with the mayor, it's imperative that nothing go wrong. See what you can find out about the town, if there is any pockets of resistance that we might have missed. No. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless, my daughter, you have done a good job thus far. I am very proud of you. Something Tyson McKay will never know about. <laughs> Bell said I did a for good job once. Or he has no father. Or <laughs> said I did a good job once. Yeah, and then you fell off a bunch of rocks. We don't have to so bring up all, all of my past, okay? <laughs> so I'll just nod, kind of straight-faced, and mm -hmm. I'm going to walk back towards the entrance... What, uh, I know you said there's people kind of throwing knives. I don't want to bug them, but is there mm. kind of a group of people that maybe are just sitting talking, not playing games? Yeah. So, you know, the mayor is at a, is tied to a chair, bound and gagged to a chair that is, uh, in between essentially the, the throne of the mayor and then his large grand eating table, right? The dining table. So there, in between the throne and the table, there's all these people kind of hanging out. One kind of stands in front of the group and throws a knife. They all kind of laugh and joke, and then someone else will step forward. But sitting at the table, so a little bit closer to you than anyone else, there are a few members of the Iron Wolves, a few women who are discussing not quieted voices, but uh, they're not yelling or anything like that. So I'll go up to them, and I'm mm -hmm. going to essentially repeat what... Ularic just said about finding pockets. I'll like look at all of them and kind of nod to the group and then say, We're looking to find any pockets of resistance. Okay. We should start. Roll me a. We should start. Roll me a. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm not talking. It's okay. We should start a rebellion. <laughs> Let's revolt. <laughs> there will be three rounds. Go for it. Okay, I rolled a 17. So all the women kind of look at each other and then look to you. They seem almost frightful of you. And then they go, Of, of course, right away. 
well, I don't have anything more to do with them, so I'm gonna <laughs> I, I'm gonna walk back to the jail. Oh God, Tyson, hurry, please. <laughs> Get back. Tyson's asleep right now, man. I shouted, Rogar did it, so <laughs> I'm asleep. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> So as you're walking back towards the jail cell, it is Rodolfo who is running like full tilt speed towards you uh, down the streets. He runs up to you and he says, quick, one of the prisoners has escaped. Which one? The spellcaster. Me. Fuck. <laughs> idiots. And then I walk and I run towards the... Are you um, calling us idiots? No, Rodolfo. Yeah. Uh, Rodolfo, okay. you So Rodolfo runs to the jail he kind of throws the door open and runs down the stairs to the left, down to the jail cells. Ansel is there. She's opened the jail uh, cell door, and torches have been lit down here, so everyone's kind of awake and looking. <laughs> and Ansel kind of turns towards you as you storm in, and she says, I don't know what happened. He, There was just a burst of flame, and he disappeared. <laughs> he said... He said Rogar did it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who is this Rogar character you speak of? That's him in the point of Serbardis. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna take out Wolfhelm first, I think. Maybe I'll go in with Wolfhelm is probably the better option. I'll go into the cell with Wolfhelm and we're gonna have a conversation. Okay. I'm not prepared for this. He's not gonna know anything. I know, but I gotta start bitching around. <laughs> <laughs> Wolfhelm, okay, no. so you stand and walk over towards Wolfhelm's gate just directly across from Tyson's. As you're walking, Rodolfo and McCain and Ansel are all looking at you, and McCain looks to you and says, He will want to know about this. Who? Everyone act like Tyson isn't a real person, and we'll get through this. Okay, <laughs> that's, that's why I said who. <laughs> Um, no, he said he will want to know about this. He's speaking about Ularic. Oh. I guess instead of questioning just Wolfhelm, I'll say to the three that are in that are left in there. There's five five that are left. Five that are in there? Okay, so five that are left and yeah. say, I'm gonna roll an intimidation and I'm gonna ask if they know where he is or what happened when he burst into flames. Oh, that's a natural twenty. Oh shit. Nice. So role role play it for me though. Like give me your, your meanest, your most intimidating voice. Grr! Tell her everything you know. <laughs> My pants are off already. <laughs> I will slowly kill each and every one of you. Oh my god. If you don't tell me where your fucking sorcerer friend went and how he left. I Okay. You know what, dude? I'm giving 100 XP for this. This is Give me absolutely a goddamn inspiration point. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I'll, I'll take, I'll take XP it. Better. My that response is, um, will be I was asleep. I did not see anything. He okay, roll me a deception check. You definitely what? weren't asleep. I was asleep. No, you you ran into the iron gates, fell down, pretended to be asleep, spoke <laughs> with Ansel, and then Tyson McKay disappeared. So you definitely weren't asleep. <laughs> that's 16 plus 2. That's 18. Let's go. Okay, so the first one to speak is Rogar, who says, I was asleep. <laughs> you can insight check that, or you can just believe yeah, him. I'm going to insight check believe. that. Choke me out, I dare you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a 19 plus 5. <laughs> so she, she gets it. You know that he's not telling the truth. He wasn't asleep. Tell me, Dragonborn, where's your fucking friend? So he teleported somewhere, but I don't know where. All I saw was sparks. Flame, actually. Flame. Flame sparks. Yeah. Flame sparks. Yes. That's way cooler. Yeah, this is getting cooler by the second. Yeah. I say I, I'm not sure where he went. He could have gone anywhere. He's under there. <laughs> he's he's, he's kind of telling the truth. Okay. I mean, he doesn't. Yeah. Really, Rogar doesn't really know much about his powers, right? Yeah. So just knows I'm the greatest. 
so Rodolfo, Ansel, and McCain are in the room with me, but Damick's not? No. Okay. So I'm going to get Ansel to go tell Ularic what happened, and I'm going to say, specifically, you better mention that he left on your watch. (gasps) She looks to you and she says, I will. She's going to get her head cut off. Uh Uh-oh. The barbarian tribe so she, hates she weakness. She <laughs> leaves and walks, not at a brisk pace, but certainly she's not moping. She's not going super slow, but she walks at a, at a good pace. Rodolfo and McCain both look to you and say, what should we do? Kiss. <laughs> I think we need to find more information on teleporting. I'm a sage, so... <gasps> now we know. <laughs> so- you can do an... You can do an Arcana check. I mean, so you've seen Ularic teleport. Mm -hmm. He uses Blink a lot. This is not... I mean, Blink doesn't really have these sparks and flames that they're talking about, so you immediately know this is different. Mine's cooler. That's an Arcana. Uh, That's a 15. Your knowledge of things arcane leads you to believe that this is more of a long-range teleportation. It didn't have to do with a teleportation circle, right? Or a teleportation rune. So you're most likely looking at some sort of either temporal or planar travel, right? If it was long-distance teleportation, there would be, like, etchings and runes on the ground that he would have made, like, an actual rune circle or a teleportation circle, but he didn't do that. So this is different than that. So you do know that the difference. Okay. So if it's long-range, I'm going to get McCain to go upstairs, grab some people, and do a perimeter check outside of the Rye Town. What is this called? Ryeberry. Ryeberry. <laughs> Just another war zone. <laughs> don't know the name, don't care. Just getting paid. Of, uh, so yeah, they're going to do an outside wall perimeter check, because okay. I'm assuming so, the so guards getting, inside are doing perimeter checks already. Yeah, so you're getting McCain to do this. Yeah. Okay, so McCain kind of half bows to you and then walks off very quickly. You hear him yelling upstairs, and you hear the thudding of feet overhead. Everyone else in the cells kind of looks anxiously around at, like, what's going on, and Rodolfo, Rodolfo still stands in front of you. I'm just going to say we stay here you, all night. Rodolfo looks to you and says, The cell, should we open it or close it? Close. Open. Yeah, fuck you. You just... <laughs> <laughs> Leave it open. Well, <laughs> Leave it open. Well, if you got out and it was closed, there's no point in it being open, like, in, in, uh, for us opening it. True, could be an invisibility spell. <laughs> sure. Okay. That's my reasoning. I think he's actually yeah. invisible. <laughs> don't don't right, even so Rodolfo. Rodolfo closes the cell door and looks to you, and you hear, you know, all the, the bustling and the rustling from upstairs, all the movement has dissipated, and a few minutes later... You hear a single set of footsteps overhead, walking down the stairs towards Daddy. you, and Ularic makes an appearance in the jail cell. He looks to you and he says, is everything under control? Can't control Tyson. <laughs> as much as it can be right now, we're looking. You sent the patrol out. It's a smart move, but we need to find out how he got out. If anyone learns of our presence here, if other warbands find out about what it is that we're doing, this will become a more hostile situation. Do I make myself clear? Yes. You're in trouble. (laughs) You responded well, daughter, but take heed to be proactive and not reactive. Get control of your life, you know? (laughs) Grab hold. Carpe diem. (laughs) He looks to you and he says, get some rest. I doubt we'll find him. I have a feeling he'll be back on his own terms. 
Jokes on you, I'm never coming back. <laughs> okay. First of all, Rogar, we're gonna give you 150 experience points. Okay. For sleeping? Um, for... Yeah, for... <laughs> for, for, <rotting> for, <laughs> for getting another girl. For his, yeah, for his interaction with Lena, for sure. Uh, and with Ansel. I mean, he, the guy's been doing a really great job tonight. Lena, you've got your experience points, uh, but you let it, a prisoner go. So, um... Am I docking you know, No XP for you oh, there. Okay. Tyson McKay... Minus 800 awake, experience points. I already know. <laughs> you awake the following morning. You have successfully freed yourself hey. from the Iron Wolves. And so you're going to gain 250 experience points. However, my friend, you wake up in a cold sweat, drenched all over your body. You are shivering and cold, even though there are blankets over you, and you feel sapped of energy. Can you roll me three D6s, please? No. (laughs) Uh, 15? Tyson McKay, you lose 15 health points. Oh, boy. (laughs) And your health point maximum is reduced by the same amount. Oh, oh shit. boy. Feels bad, bro. Tyson, you awake. Your eyes kind of wild. You feel your life force being sucked from you. Vel turns towards you very quickly. You can see your door is ajar, and you can kind of see him. He's got a mortar, mortar and pestle in one hand, and he's kind of crushing something up. But as you awake, and you obviously feel this fright and terror, Vel turns towards you, and he says, Oh, no. Oh, yeah. And that is where we're going to... This is how I always wake up. (laughs) And that is where we're going to leave it for this episode, guys. Uh, So fantastic gameplay. Tyson, Rogar, Lena, really, really cool stuff coming out of the streets of Ryberry and out of Limbo from all you guys, uh, which has been super cool. Whether it was morning, evening, noon, or night, we appreciate your listening to the Dice D20. Check us out next time. Super exciting stuff coming up. Will Tyson McKay figure out what's wrong with him, and will he be able to get healed? No, I'm going to perish... Thank God. Uh, what will happen Fuck. with Lena's investigation? Will she discover where Tyson McKay went? And how will Rogar and the Knights of the New Moon respond to the Iron Wolves within the city? Find out next time on the Dice D20. Let me live, Noah. All background music and audio comes from Tabletop Audio. If you're running your own campaign, visit tabletopaudio.com to find music for any situation.